Hey everybody, it's Mama Bear herself reporting for duty. Some people call me J-Bone, some people call me Mama Bear. Some people call me and want to sell me things and I hang up immediately. It's very annoying. If you're a spam caller, please stop. But anyway, um, we're taking a teensy-weensy tiny little break from recording new episodes just this week. Darren is traveling. She is in Portugal right now, so not exactly an appropriate time zone for us to match up our recordings. Um, Plus, she's on vacation, which I find kind of rude. I, too, am traveling. I'm here in New York City this week. And in fact, fun fact, I'm at Darren's apartment right now. It's very Macaulay Culkin Home Alone. Um, in fact, I'm using her microphone, but don't tell her cause I don't, I didn't ask. So listen, it's for the show. Like it's not up to her at this point. Um, but for now let's throw it back to an episode that we released this week last year called murdered for silver. We'll be back in action next week with an all new episode for you guys ahead of the Labor Day weekend. If you're in the United States, we know a lot of you guys travel, you know, it's the end of the summer. Can you believe summer's over? I can't believe it. Um, and get in your last moments of summer before we transition into pumpkin spice lattes and antique, uh, you know, pumpkins from home goods. Cause that's what I'm doing at least. All right. We'll see you guys next time. We love you. Be safe. And without further ado, here's our flashback episode. Shaken and disturbed, everybody. I'm Darren Carp, as always. I am the resident dad of the group. If you don't know, now you know. Uh, and I'm with my lovely wife, my Hello. my partner, John Thrasher. How you doing, Johnny boy? Hi, I love the opening. It sounded like a circus, which sometimes the show, let's face it, becomes a circus at times. Of course, that um, Yes, it's not even the cases you know? we're covering. It's just you and me. Yeah, we're the, we're the like... The attraction, we're the bearded ladies, we're the elephants that stand on their we're the hind freak legs. Show. We're the freak show. We're the freak show. We're, freak we're show. every part of a circus here on, on Shaken and Disturbed. Absolutely. That's for sure. Well, yeah, that's for sure. As always, and uh, we need to, we have some housekeeping, as John likes to say, up oh top. And yes. we have an announcement, and we haven't had one of these in a while. And it is weird because I <laughs> yeah. feel like every week, at least on Martinis and Murder, we had an announcement. And like here, it was just <laughs> like, know. we have no announcements, but. You guys yeah. might remember, if you're coming over to us from the Martinis and Murder World, or if you're not, we used to do these little, kind of these little nuggets that we would call another shot. It was anywhere between 15 to 30 minutes, I would say. Nothing major. And it was just basically a show about what was going on in our lives, commentary about things happening in pop culture, in the news, what I'm eating, when John's going to the bathroom, the important things <laughs> in life, obviously. And it was just another yeah. shot. That was all it did. And we, and, you know, we post one of these per month on Patreon. We call them not murder-related, NMR, because they're not murder-related technically. Yeah. And there's good news, because starting this week, we'll be posting two, count them, two NMR episodes per month right here on our main feed as well. Yay. As well as one more NMR episode on Patreon per month, which we're oh my really God. excited about, because I think that uh, that's where we kind of get to shine and get to talk <laughs> about like our real opinions about... Stupid shit that yeah. doesn't matter. 
Well, you know, Darren, the good thing about our amazing listeners is they really like our personalities for some reason. I don't find myself that interesting or entertaining, to be completely honest. But I think when you and I come together, it's very much like Captain Planet. Like, our powers combined, we create this show, which is Captain Planet. I'll pretend to know what that reference is. Okay, you don't know what that means. It? Some yeah, people I'm going do. Some people do. Again, my nerd, my nerd head's coming out. But so, yeah, we wanted to give you guys more episodes. So that's a total of four NMR episodes per month. uh, If you are a Patreon subscriber and if you aren't, how how dare you if you're not? Um, But that's also in addition to our bonus full murder cases that we post on Patreon uh, somewhat often as well, which we'll be doing a lot more of those as well. So stay tuned for those so if you loved another shot uh on martinis and murder or you loved nmr episodes which we've been doing on patreon you're in luck you're going to be hearing a lot more of us starting now and we're just both so excited we've been preparing for this for a couple weeks now we were thinking what are some ways to enhance our show for you guys now that we've been you know kind of off and running through the summer you know we were kind of getting our footing I would say Darren um, the first couple months of the show earlier this year but we've got everything in place we got Megan helping us out in the background we've got our Patreon up and running and it was time to take our show to the next level so we're going to start off and by the way there's going to be even more announcements down the road but this one we're really excited about. This one we're definitely really excited about and yeah we're always looking for new ways to give you guys more and I'm thinking even sometimes we might debate a murder documentary for example so we might not do the whole Mm -hmm. thing but it could be a movie that we've all seen and then John and I are going to debate whether or not it's good or whether or not it has any validity. So kind of the debates and the NMRs Absolutely. can kind of go in any different direction. So we also welcome all suggestions from you guys as well. Oh, my God. Yes, absolutely. Are you imbibing today, good sir? You know what? I have to be honest. Here we go. Every week. It's really Every hard. No, it's just hard for me to to make something up. I don't want to make something up. You know, I'm, I like to stay truthful to the listeners. I, Darren will tell you, we were about to record, um, and I was knee deep in another project at the moment. And I was like, oh my God, I completely lost track of the time. Let me get back to you. We're about to start. So I wasn't able to go find a drink in my house, which by the way, I have a little bit of a collection of alcohol here still that I'm trying to get rid of. (laughs) You know, I could reach, let me look behind me. I could have some whiskey, Darren. What do you think? I... I mean, like, should I have some? I feel like, you know, I've been doing this thing lately where if I'm going out, not if I'm going out to like dinner with Nadine or something, but if like I had like a fun brunch the other day, like a birthday brunch, and my friend Keith came over and I was, he was like, do you want a shot? And I was like, (laughs) yeah, I do. Like, and I don't normally take shots and I don't, I don't (laughs) encourage, I don't. I don't like taking a lot, but the thing is, is drinking isn't really like overly, overly my thing. And so, you know, it's enough to get a buzz, but I found that like just taking one shot, I had a drink at, I had a drink at the party as well. So like, keep that in mind. It wasn't just the one shot, but like taking that one shot, like Mm. kind of took the edge off. And I I know that people say this about alcohol. I've never felt this way about alcohol. Like (laughs) I've never felt like, let me relax with a glass of wine. Never in my life. Like it's just, (laughs) okay. Like I, I don't think people are lying to me. It's just not how my body reacts to it. Yes. That's just it. And so I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? So we took a shot of vodka and it like, it did take any, because I Mm. am an extroverted introvert. 
Me too. You know? That's exactly how I describe myself. I, yep. I'm very outgoing and I'll definitely go out. You know, I'm not, I'm yep. not isolated, yep. but I like staying in a lot and it just, mm-hmm. it did help. So even if you want, John, even if you don't want to sip on a whole thing, sometimes I think it's okay or not to take a shot even before the show and just say, I should have t- took a shot of whiskey. Let's get this thing going. All right. Well, here's the moment. Here it is. Let me... Oh, it's kind of crusty. It's the brown oh, sugar good. bourbon. Oh, and actually, I haven't <laughs> I haven't good. had this in a while. So let me just take a quick swig. Oh. Mm. Nothing says refreshing like brown sugar. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. The brown sugar bourbon by Heritage Distilling Company. Mm. Um, it is delicious. Absolutely delicious. So thank you for that idea. I just took a swig and it took the edge off already. So there you are. Yeah, what are you drinking? Just though? as a little thing. Uh, well, okay. A little side note is I'm actually, I'm, I'm doing the soaps today. I'm having my little DC okay. for a DC. Love a Diet Coke. I need a little energy. <laughs> I'm going to talk about this on NMR. So I don't yes. want to give too much away because I want the listeners to, to listen to this. But... Right. I'm going to a very fascinating dinner tonight. And is it the Met Gala? It is not the Met Gala. That is oh, okay. that is not for a few weeks. It's not the Met Gala. Oh, got it. Going okay. to a fascinating dinner tonight. And mm. um I'm going alone. Oh, well, I'm oh. going with people, but like as my faction, like my girlfriend's not here. She was supposed to be okay. here and she's not. So okay. I'll talk about this. We didn't on, break up though. We did not break up. We were very okay. much so together. It's a flight issue. It was a flight time and harder for her to get back. Um, but I'll talk about it more in NMR, so listen to that, because this dinner <laughs> is, it could be- I'm intrigued. It could be true crime related. <gasps> well, wait a in, minute. In, a in that case, why way, am I not invited to the dinner? Uh, Excuse me. You'll find out on NMR okay. if you even want to, but that's just a little teaser. So, oh my long God, story what short, a great teaser. I would like to be clear-headed for this, uh, at least going into <laughs> it, so I'm drinking oh my God. Diet Coke. Are you getting murdered or abducted and you need to know how to escape Any, or something? Anything is possible. Listen anything to our NMR episode and you will find out exactly where well, I'm going tonight. I will say this. We have not recorded this NMR episode that she's talking we about. And I will not be able to get through this episode without and thinking I, about what it's going to be. And then I think the second NMR, the next one we do next week, it will yeah, be my yeah. recap of what Reaction. this actually is. Because okay. like I don't know what to expect. So oh that's just God. this is the best. By the way, we did not. I did not set no. Darren up for this. This is all new to me. So you had no idea I was eating dinner. No, you thought I was just no, eating breakfast and lunch. You had no idea <laughs> that I ate dinner. Well, for now, Darren, yes. let's get into today's case. Okay. Um, but I will not be able to stop thinking about this. You're dinner, on bated so breath. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sussy. Sussy. So yeah. Sussy. This, Got it. This shows a sussy med spa, not a sensi med spa. But in theory, right. he is at a sensi med spa. Yes. There we go. There we a go. sensi med sensi. spa. Sometimes when I watch like Titanic, I get sensi. Right. You know. A- a- absolutely. And when I watch a true crime doc, I get sussy. So Su- you get sussy. Yeah. There you go. Um, well, at his spa, Thomas met and befriended a woman named Rochelle Shatina when she came in for Botox injections. Have you ever had Botox? I just wanted to ask you that. I have not. Um, I have no problem with it. One of my best friends from college actually mm-hmm. would give it to mm-hmm. me for free. It's just, you know, when I talk to her about it, um, Andy's like very anti me getting it. He's like, absolutely not. Like, you're saying like no chance. Like, we've actually talked about this before. Not that he has. Oh, why? It doesn't, I'm not saying he has any say of what I get. It's just a kid no, saying and joking. It's not like he's yeah. preventing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but when I talk to my good friend Maddie about it, it's really like, A, I look young, I think, right you now. Do. There is that like preventative thing about it. But I do like mm. having expression. Of course. And by the way, 
I think I've said this before, like every live event we've ever done, every appearance we've ever done, the first thing people say is, oh my God, your skin is amazing, Darren. So why why mess with that? You know, I'm not opposed to it though. And I will say I could definitely see getting it in my future, just not now. Have you ever? Well, let me say this. No, I haven't. But do you know what your 11s are? Have you ever heard of this? No. Okay, so a, a lot of guys get them. There are two lines right between your brow oh, that you get I from, when you furrow like, I it. guess, yeah. furrow it. Yeah, so now I'm 35, and, you know, my 11s are coming in. Let's just put it that way. Got it. Um, and I will say this. I had really bad skin, like, in middle and first parts of high school. Like, you know, typical acne, but, like, it was pretty bad. So I'm, like, very sensitive about my skin, Mm -hmm. and I'm really happy with it right now in particular. Like, I'm eating healthy, and I can tell there's a bigger difference. Anyway, this isn't a skin podcast, but I will say... It also... There there are studies, and then we'll get back to this fucking case, but there are studies that say, like, there are people, you know, who inject Botox into their armpits to stop sweating. And some people say that injecting it into your head... I mean, it... I guess it can work. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not encouraging. But like, I know it it can also help with migraines. Oh, I didn't hear that. If you get it at a certain point of your, in a certain point of your head. Mm -hmm. It just, Mm -hmm. there are other things outside of looking uh, not wrinkly. Yeah, right. So I will say that if anyone's out there. Love it. Okay. Okay. There you go. There's that. If anyone's Dr. Darren. tuning in to Shaken and Disturbed for skin advice. I went to, advice, I went to medical right school. It's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> well, back to Thomas and Rochelle here. So in 2010, they their relationship turned romantic and the pair began sleeping together. And when Thomas's wife learned of the affair, she filed for divorce. Because remember, they were Thomas and Rochelle are in a relationship, but they're not married. Correct. Um, and they began sort of seeing each other exclusively after uh, his wife filed for divorce. However, once the affair ended and they became an official couple, the love affair became tumultuous. Ooh. At one point uh, following the divorce, Rochelle believed Thomas was about to propose to her. However, Thomas surprised her with a Tea of the Month Club are we, subscription. Are we kidding? Are we joking? <laughs> I mean, what a let big, me just say okay, this. First off, hold on. Go ahead. Hold on. First go off, ahead. no, go ahead. Coffee superior to tea. Well, that's for sure. I think it's an objective, sure. and we're gonna get into what the best coffee is in our NMR. NMR. Don't you <laughs> fuck? Right. I'm gonna annihilate you on this one. But like, <laughs> could you imagine, oh like, God. expecting this to be like the biggest, best day of your life? You're falling in love. You're marrying someone, and then they're like, "Oh, I got you a magazine <laughs> subscription." <laughs> I mean, let me say this, you know, there is something to no. expectations. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say I will give a quick little side aside about something that happened to me. I was dating someone a couple years ago and we were definitely becoming more serious, but we were definitely not at a place where we were going to be proposing or anything like that. But I think we were both like at a point with Christmas where we were like, okay, we're going to be getting something cute for Christmas, you know, and maybe I think his expectation was like, I don't know, like I make I make okay money. I guess he thought I was going to get him something extravagant, like jewelry wise. Is this D or E? 
E, it's E. Okay, okay, got you. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. I'm a, I'm That's an inside That's thing an inside for me and Darren, thing. Okay, guys. got you. Okay, okay. Um, this was E. Okay. And not that it's going to take a lot of, you know, just digging yeah. for fans to figure that I'm just out. Just asking but as being anonymous thank as possible. You. Sure. I appreciate I appreciate that because you know I don't share a lot of stuff about my relationships on the show, but here we are. Yep. Well, so he so thought got, you were going to get something like expensive, not a car, a diamond ring, right, or something like you know really big. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I so I give him some the, the thing I got him was a very um personal gift. I don't want to get into it sure. exactly what it is, but it was very personal and and meaningful, but it was also in a small like jewelry box, right? Oh. So I give him the jewelry box. John So I give him John the jewelry bo- box. Carpenter Thrasher. I know. I know. So I give him the jewelry box and I and he opens it and he's like, "Oh, oh, wow." I, I really like this. But I could tell that like something just, just wasn't clicking. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, and then it hit me like, I want to say like a week later, I'm like, oh, he totally was thinking I was going to get him like a really nice, you know, ring or necklace or something like that or a bracelet. And I just felt so dumb because like, why would I give him something like that in a jewelry box? Right. So anyway, at least it wasn't tea of the month subscription. I mean, listen, my God, there are certain things that are just a but little bit. This is also why I much prefer giving <laughs> than receiving gifts because there's so much pressure, not from like my parents and my mom is a very good gift giver. Like she always gets mm-hmm. me stuff. And like, it's mm-hmm. one thing saying to your parents, like, I don't like this. I'm going to return it. Like, that's fine. Like my, you know, yeah. but it's like if a significant other or a friend and they give you a gift and like, you're so appreciative of the gift, but it's not it something you want. Lot. It's like. I'm well, Darren, I don't let's know talk if I about hide my disdain. You know what I mean? Well, let's talk about the diorama I got you for Christmas like six years ago. Yep. I don't know if you remember that. Yep, that was a sentimental so, gift. It's still on it my It was work a sentimental yep. gift that you probably should throw away. It was literally, guys, I went to Michael's and found this little like craft house. And I put dragons on the top of it. I put like a glitter roof. I painted our faces onto little figurines and put it inside the house. And I called it our podcasting headquarters. Yep. So that was a gift. That was a gift. And that That was was that was a gift. That was a present. That was a present. (laughs) (laughs) That was a present. That was a present. Okay. Yes. I just want to make keeping the audience up to date. Okay, yep. well, again, if you want to throw it away, or if anything, maybe you could take a picture of it and we can put it on our Patreon or something. I don't know. It's at Although... my work office. Okay. So if I ever right. get back there, you best believe you ever get in, I will yeah. be doing that. Yes. But maybe this is the reason I got it for you, so that we could talk and laugh about it all these years later. I don't know. Yes, you, know you were I mean? very precious. But nonetheless, but yes. as you said, it was a gift for sure. Was... There's no doubt about that. That it was. That it was. Okay. All right. Are we even getting to the case today? I feel like it's done. I feel like this is our NMR, like, because... I know. Like, what are we doing here, you guys? Thank you for listening. This is NMR. All right. Let's try to get back to the details here. Let's do it. So after just a few months, Rochelle ended the relationship with Thomas, unable to handle how rocky the relationship had become... Um, you know, I guess when you expect, uh, like, a ring and you get a Tea of the Month Club subscription, right, things... Well. Yeah, things aren't really going that well. If anything, you could say, and, and this is being honest, like, you know, the communication or expectations of this relationship could be, you know, a little rocky. Absolutely. If you're expecting a ring and you're getting that, I mean, that's that's a little bit Something's of a off. miscommunication. Yeah. Right. 
Well, in July of 2011, Rochelle began taking dance classes at a studio in Lubbock. Lubbock? Lubbock? I think Lubbock. Lubbock, okay, where she met Dr. Joseph Saunier. I hope I'm saying that right. Saunier. Saunier. It seems French, so I'm going to say Saunier, but I don't know if it is. S-O-N-N-I-E-R if you're looking to research this stuff. Well, the two started dating and quickly fell in love. And in later interviews, Rochelle described Joseph as the love of her life. However, Thomas was far from over the relationship and spent months trying to get back in touch with Rochelle in hopes of rekindling their romance. Guys, we need to tell you about one of our new amazing sponsors, Wicked Clothes. John and I absolutely love this company. They're a clothing company with merch about pretty much anything paranormal. Bigfoot, Mothman, ghost hunting. We really think you guys listening are going to love these clothes. You can see all of their amazing designs at wickedclothes.com. They just released a Halloween collection because whether you realize it or not, it's Halloween season already, and one of their shirts says True Crime Club, so you definitely have to pick that one up. Another says Serial Killer Documentaries and Chill, so of course you gotta grab that too. And they have a hat that says Paranormal Investigator. So wear that next time you're creeping around a cemetery at midnight listening to Shaken and Disturbed, you know, so everyone knows you're official. Honestly, I have a shirt that is one of my favorite shirts. It is about a demon cat, and it's like this old detective novel. Needless to say, I already got my mom into it. Needless to say, my mom already bought one. Needless to say, it's my favorite new shirt. Yeah, so do yourself a favor and take a minute to browse their site. That's wickedclothes.com. And if you use coupon code SHAKEN, you can get 10% off. If you want to save some time, you can get that coupon automatically applied by going to the link wickedclothes.com slash shaken. In September of 2011, Rochelle let Thomas know via text that she had fallen in love with Joseph, which is a little harsh to do over text. Yeah, I I agree. I think that warrants an in-person thing, maybe? Potentially, but you know, there's a whole thing of like, do you want to have an in-person conversation with your ex? Like, I don't know. I mean, you don't, but I feel like you owe people at a certain point. To do something like that. Well, I agree. Well, especially if he's still reaching out to her, potentially. Well, like length of time. Like if you've gone on three dates, yeah, like like ended over text. If you've been dating for eight years, I would say an in-person conversation is to be had. But I digress. I like that. Thomas persisted, later arguing at trial that Rochelle was leading him on, presumably by continuing to engage him in conversation. Oh, sure, Thomas. Yeah, she's the one that's doing all that, Well, we never, we don't know exactly what was said. And if Mm. she was engaging with him overly, you know, there could be, he hasn't done anything. The only thing he's really accused of at this point is Tea of the Month subscription, which we know is a shitty thing to do and you deserve to be jailed (laughs) for that. But let's see how this plays out. Well, on Halloween, on October 31st, 2011, Thomas was finally able to talk Rochelle into meeting with him. However, at their meeting, Rochelle made it clear that she was over the relationship and happy with her new partner, Joseph. So that doesn't Mm. seem like leading on. That seems very definitive to me. Yeah, I agree. The couple continued to get more and more serious, even taking a trip to Paris in celebration of Rochelle's 50th birthday. Thomas was heartbroken and wanted revenge. He hired a friend, David Shepard, to stalk Rochelle and Joseph, hoping to drive a wedge between them. That's... I guess... Listen, if you're hiring a stalker, like, this case is over, but keep going. Well, and also, how is that going to drive a wedge into them? Because I feel like (laughs) if if someone was stalking Nadine and I, it would bring us closer... 
Yeah, because I would say so, like, right? Because you're both f- going through something. Why is John yeah. Thrasher hiding in the bushes? You know what I right, mean? Right, like, exactly. With with big like big um, goggles lens. and binoculars. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, during this What's time, David followed Rochelle and Joseph around, spied on them in their home using hidden cameras. Also begs the question of like, how the fuck this guy get hidden cameras? I don't know if the cameras are yeah. in their home or on the exterior, kind of peering in, which is possible. How do they not yeah. know that though? If they were on the exterior. So, I also just want to point out, though, if you ever did need me to stalk for you, I would do it. That's why I love you. Cause you're, yeah, I love you, too. Yeah, just don't give me a tea of the month club shit. Look, there's... No, I won't. But listen, there's the police. They're coming for they me. They are. Behind, behind they you. They found out you were going to get me a tea of the month <laughs> subscription. They were like, Ashley, not. We're They're like, arrest way. this man. Well, yeah. during this time... Um, so during this whole spying incident, Rachel later yeah. reported... R- Rachel. Rochelle, Rochelle later <laughs> reported a feeling that she was being watched... At her local Ugh. gym. That has to be very eerie. Ugh. Oh my God. And I'm yeah. very aware. Like if someone's looking at me or like I, I pop, pass them on the street and then I know that they're like turning around to go look at me. Like I'm very mm-hmm. hyper aware of that. And uh, me too. I am very aware. And I think the reason I'm like that is because I stare at people on the subway. Like I don't know if you've ever heard of this. I'm either like in a zone and not paying attention to anybody around me which happens a lot and people will like see me on the subway and say like they saw me and waved and I'll be like what or and I'm just going to be honest I'm going to be completely honest if I see someone extremely attractive on the subway I find myself sometimes staring I know that's creepy listen I know it's it's uncomfortable probably for them but then once I realize I'm doing it I'm like oh John stop but you know what I mean like we all see these people in public and we're like you know even if you're in a relationship you're not dead you know there, if there's a, an attractive person nearby you're likely going to be staring at them so I think that I'm over thoughtful and conscious of that I which I think is a good thing. I think spe- specifically for women, you need to like, I think it's yeah. a good thing to be aware of is all I'm saying. Oh, so, hell yes. And at the gym, I mean, it's weird because everyone's kind of looking at everyone in the gym because you're like, oh, oh I know. They're muscle- I so know. it's like, I wonder how she came to kind of feel this. It must have clearly been outside of the normal, like looking at another potentially good yeah. looking person in the gym. So. Which happens all the time all in the, the gym. Time. We're just human. Yeah, keep going. Well, in February of 2012, Rochelle came home to find an odd note from someone claiming to be Joseph's ex-girlfriend. Now, Rochelle didn't buy it. Assume the note was from someone trying to sabotage her relationship. Potentially mm. her ex. Yeah. You know, that's always possible with Thomas. And yeah. on July 10th, 2012, Joseph was stabbed, then shot what? to death as he arrived home from work. His body oh was God. not found until the following day when the landscapers arrived to work on his home. And oh later in the week, authorities were contacted by a man named Paul Reynolds. Paul told police that a man he'd been staying with, David Shepard, the stalker guy, or the, yeah. you know, whatever, uh, mentioned murdering someone in Lubbock. Paul did an online search and found articles about Joseph's death and suspected he may have been the man David had been talking about killing. Like, oh also weird that, like... If David Shepard is specifically hired to stalk somebody, wouldn't discretion be the key? And then he's just kind of going to tell yeah. Paul or this guy that he like is killing someone. Like it just seems very like no, you're like read the room, buddy. Check <laughs> yeah, check, read the room. Check your tone here. This seems a little yeah. wild, but okay. 
Well, Paul also led authorities to know that in the days following the alleged murder, David had attempted suicide by cutting his wrists, but Thomas had closed the wounds uh, and told him to calm down, suggesting that David leave town for a few weeks. Mm. So clearly a lot going on with him at this point. When authorities uh, brought David in for questioning, he admitted that Thomas had hired him to kill Joseph. In exchange for the murder, Thomas paid him three silver bars... What is this, Looney Tunes? Yeah, what is like? Worth... What is this, like Acme? Like we're giving you each... yeah. like, okay. Let me just pull out my silver bars from my like bag of tricks I have here. Well, three silver bar- bars were worth roughly nine thousand dollars. He also paid him a box of Cuban cigars. I don't smoke. I have no idea how much those are worth. Although I feel like they're probably a premium type of thing. The cigars I'm talking about. I would assume, but also nine thousand dollars, like. I know that $9,000 can change a lot of people's lives, but like, sure. kill, like really? To like, kill someone? Right. I know. Yeah. It just seems nuts. But also like, I can't get this image of like Yosemite Sam, like reaching into his bag he's been carrying through the old West and being like, I've got three silver bars for you. Like what? Um, but anyway, pawn shop records show that David had traded the 100 ounce silver bar for 2000 uh, $750 cash only a day after the murder took place. Wow. Okay, so all things are pointing to these silver bars. Yeah. On, on July 16th, Thomas and David were both arrested in connection with Joseph's murder. On the same day, Joseph's family held his funeral in Shreveport, Louisiana. On October 3rd, a dive team located the 25 caliber gun that David used to murder Joseph. The police traced the gun back to Thomas's brother, Monty Dixon, who stated he'd been given the gun to his, uh, that he had given the gun rather to his brother back in 2006. So finally, eventually, on August 29th, 2013, David entered a plea of no contest to the capital murder charges against him in exchange for a life sentence without the possibility of parole. Now, that's an interesting plea, right? Because you're saying no contest, but the exchange for that is a life sentence without the possibility of parole. So, you know, what are you really getting out of that aside from maybe dodging the death penalty? Yeah, I mean, and that could be a big thing i mean we don't necessarily know but dodging the death penalty i mean you know that's that can be a pretty big agreement Yeah, yeah absolutely and as part of the deal david signed a confession stating he had murdered joseph in exchange for the payment from thomas again the payment being looney tunes Three silver bars. I can't get over this. Yeah, Wiley Coyote had blown up the TNT <laughs> right. while the Roadrunner just skips right by. Skip right on by with his silver bars. Yes. Anyway, on October 27th, 2014, Thomas's first trial began. The prosecution used David Shepard as their star witness. David had already given them a detailed confession, remember, when he accepted his plea deal the year before. However, once on the stand, David changed his story. Mm. He claimed... That he had acted alone and Thomas wasn't involved with the murder whatsoever. That's now, the That's I know it really is. You don't really hear that too often either. Like, usually if you've signed a plea deal, like, that's the process. Like, especially with lawyers, you know, like, lawyers aren't trying to, like, right. deal with you changing your story after you've signed a plea deal. Totally. But nonetheless, the defense team claimed that Thomas had never wanted Joseph dead and only hired David to take photos of Joseph while he was out with other women, hoping to show them to Rochelle and win back her affection. What a weird guy, you know? It's 
It's very weird. Part of me is wondering, and as I was kind of thinking about it, I was trying to look it up, but then again, I don't think it's going to track. Part of me is like, yeah. when we're joking about giving away the payment of silver bars, I wonder if it's because yeah. it's not traceable in the same way. That has to be what it is, right? Because, yeah, there's no, you can't go to a bank and deposit three silver bars. I mean, I think so. that you can. Oh, can you? Maybe I, you can. I, I, I could be completely wrong about this, but I think that you can, like, I don't know if it's a deposit, but I feel like they can hold it for you. It's like hmm. safety. I don't know where you can exchange it outside of maybe a pawn shop. Yeah. I know nothing about it because, like, I don't. I'm Although one of my friends who's on air, I'm not going to say her name or whatever, but as Christmas okay. gifts, she gives, she's a host of a very like popular show. She get her Christmas gifts to her staff is always a silver bar because she's like, it'll, because she's like, it'll appreciate. She's like, so yeah, whatever will, today's value, I mean, she's, you know, like-minded to me in terms of economics and stuff. So it's also kind of a lesson there. Yeah. But I always sure. thought like, that's actually a good gift. Like in terms of it, maybe accruing well, more money over time, you know, a hundred dollars in silver yeah. today could be worth $2,000 in silver in 10 years. So there might be a more interesting sure. thing about that. But I should ask well, her if it's like, where do you exchange that or trade that in? I know nothing about the like precious metal no, department. Yeah thing listen this is a great example of why no one listening should ever listen to me when it comes to money because everything you just described was a great like a great example of like healthy and responsible money and i'm over here like yosemite sam and his bars of gold yeah. so don't listen to me guys I, don't listen to me. Uh, that one shot really uh really took you off <laughs> Well, yeah, right. Thomas's defense called David a con man. During testimony, mm. Thomas claimed he'd given David the bars of silver to help him through a period of financial difficulty and referred to the bars as a loan. Hmm. But that's even weirder that's because even then weirder it's like, like who gives that as a loan? Like then exchange. Well, it for especially cash. for this. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. What? David claimed the silver bars were Thomas's investment in a healthcare business the two men were starting. The trial ended in a very confused hung jury, and the judge uh, yeah, ultimately declared a mistrial here, which wow, makes that's actually surprising. Sense, I guess because yeah. it's hard to know. The prosecution also called David Shepard's daughter Haley, Hallie, Hallie, Haley. I think Haley, probably Haley. Haley. It's hard to. I always confuse those names because it's like. I know, they're, they're very similar. Is, anyway, Hallie, <laughs> Haley, Haley, uh, who testified that she believed her father had lied on the stand during the first trial to protect oh. his friend Thomas. Oh. And on November 18th, about a month later in 2015, Thomas was found guilty on two counts of capital murder and was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. So this is interesting here. Thomas's defense team started the appeals process, and in December 2018, it was found that prosecutors had used had used improperly oh. gathered cell phone evidence uh, we in go order again. to prosecute this. It is interesting, though, that David that David's daughter I know testified against against him, him pretty much. Yeah, very very weird. Well, listen. I mean, you know, we've talked a lot about family dynamics on the show, especially when it comes to murders but you know it's it's at least i think a great um reflection on her and in terms of like telling the truth rather than trying to like bail your dad out of something like it right i always think about this like if if god forbid something like this happened to me whether it was a family member or like darren you or a close friend or anybody like 
I would have to tell the truth. I'm going to be honest. So don't murder anybody because I will tell them. Well, great. Tell That's me. my whole my whole Saturday night is Your botched whole, now. <laughs> yeah. Great. Whatever this dinner is, you yeah, know, just, don't tell me about it. Yeah. Well, now I'm now I'm second guessing. <laughs> Find out on an upcoming episode of NMO. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, anyway, in January of 2019, just a few years ago, Thomas's guilty verdict was overturned and was he was allowed to go free on bond during his appeal wow then on april 20th 2020 the courts decided that the appeals ruling was erroneous and reversed the decision i mean this is a trial within a trial within a trial within a trial oh my god this is a a nesting doll of trials it really is a warrant was issued uh, for Thomas's arrest after a judge issued issued an order stating he was no longer eligible to be released on his $2 million bond. The Court of Criminal Appeals reaffirmed Thomas's conviction and did not, denied him another trial. However, the defense team is still in the process of fighting, stating the process won't be finished until a U.S. Supreme Court rules on the case. That's what I was just going to say. I mean, there's a lot of appeals and overturns and things like this is like this is like um bait for a u.s supreme court type of case right. you know what i mean i agree just so many so much confusion well david shepherd is currently serving a life sentence for joseph's murder per his plea deal remember he did sign that plea deal all those years ago saying that he did murder him and wow. that's where they where that's where it stands today so this was like a, a shorter case but it had so many like twists and turns and it's kind of ongoing well it's it's kind of ongoing and it's also unclear because it is hard yeah. to say you know for thomas to basically say that you know or at least his defense to kind of just say like you know that he just hired david to take photos of joseph in order to win Rochelle right. back, like in to some extent, like I could, this is absolutely stupid logic, but to some extent I could see him thinking that works. Totally. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, but like, then why not hire like a friend, like just someone being like, you know, <laughs> yeah. or creating, I don't, I don't know. Like you're so it jealous. This just, just, it's a very odd case. Just to, so we don't really know what the fuck is happening, but uh, I, it feels like there's a lot of detail missing, frankly. Yes. Like, I think back to okay, so all of these exchanges about what exactly he was hiring him to do. Like, listen, it's 2010, 2011, there were extensive digital, uh, there's extensive, extensive digital evidence. Did they go through his computers? Did they go through the text messages? We heard about the cell phone records, but like, okay, what about text messages? I mean, we're hearing about this stuff from the 90s sometimes with like AOL Instant Messenger. It's and also, it's, it, that's a really good point. It's also just so sad when, and I, I've sort of been victim of this too, and I'm not mm, going to get really? into it, but but okay. victim of the sense of like when people think that the their best plan, that their best idea in order to stifle their pain of this person not being there is to sabotage what sabotage, that person yeah. has, you know, and mm-hmm. it it never works. Like, it just doesn't work. And No, it doesn't. And who's to say? Because even if Rochelle was pissed at Joseph for being with mm-hmm. these, that doesn't mean she's going to go back to Thomas. No. So the logic here is just all out of fucking sorts, in my opinion. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, 
Anyway, let us know what you guys think about today's show and the details here around this case. You can hit us up at J Thrasher Carpe Darren, our Facebook group, our Patreon. Yes. You can DM us. If you don't know where we are at this point, like, what are you doing? You can hire you know someone I mean? to stalk us, send us photos. <laughs> just, just, well, there's options, people. There, there are options, options. Yeah. Let's get into listener shout outs, Darren, and you should take the first one. Yeah, Cassidy in our Facebook group uh, posted a picture. Uh, I love this. I love this. This is good. This is okay. a whole NMR, too. Because it really is. I feel like a good thing is our our Facebook group like understands when I'm joking, but also when I'm not joking. <laughs> so Cassie in our Facebook group posted a picture of her girlfriend's cereal and said, My girlfriend eats her cereal dry with milk on the side. Cereal killer treat? Question mark. And this sparked <sighs> a lot of debate in the group. Like I Yeah. John's suggestion was your- John's suggestion was to break up, which I yeah, felt I was like, like was justified. Yeah, I felt like it was justified. I said red flag and I was like this is something Jay Thrasher would do. I think I called you out specifically. You did. Oh my god, I forgot. That's true. And I was like, you this did. is something John would do because he's weird, and <laughs> I think it's a major red flag. Wow. And then, you know, shockingly, we got a couple people who were like, "Oh, I do this. Yeah. I do this." And I was like, "Where? He, where did humanity go?" Here's what I don't understand. Is it like, okay, it was a bowl of, by the way, like, um, not frosted flakes, but like, what are those called? Corn flakes yeah. or something? Right. Which is arguably and the lamest cereal. Are you spooning it into your mouth and then sipping the, the milk? The worst. That's what I'm saying. Like, are you taking one flake at a time and dipping it? Like, Ew. there are a lot no. of problems. That's a, you know? that's a huge <laughs> issue for me. If you're taking one flake at a time and yeah. then dipping it in the milk, you I think... should be in prison. Nonetheless, Cassidy, it's time to break up with your girlfriend. Yeah, Cassidy, this relationship um, has run its course. And it's run its uh, course. I think I think you came to us for the answer that you already knew what you should do. This is clearly bad. Yeah. This is clearly bad. And Darren, to add to the listeners being like basically obsessed with you and being very awkward. Yes. Um Nicole with an M shared in our Facebook group, quote, okay. I had a dream with Darren in it last night. We were having a sleepover, not a sexy sleepover. Just two two gal pals eating popcorn and braiding hair. And I I don't know how you feel about this, but this is like a other people's dreams. That's what I love about it. Yeah. Like, do I even know how to braid hair? Like, I'm not confident enough to. My mom used to do that sometimes. Like, she'd play with my hair and she would, like, not, I wouldn't wear it braided, but she would just, like, do it to be funny or whatever. And. Um, it's so funny because I don't think ever in my whole life, first off, McCall, thank you for the dream. Um, I <laughs> thank pre- you for the dream. Thank you for the dream, McCall. Uh, but I don't think I've ever, I used to have like soccer sleepovers and shit like that, but like, I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever had like the, the fantasy of what girls do of like pillow fight. Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen do, videos. We're going to like paint each other's nails and drink wine and go to the spa. Never in my life have I ever done anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> ever in my life that's amazing ever in my life I used to always oh sorry go ahead no I'm just happy people are having this fantasy about me because I feel very fem in these fantasies and I'm all about that I think McCall with an M you might want to I hope I'm saying that right you might want to just think about what that means you know what I mean like right. what does it mean that you're fantasizing about Darren even if it's not sexy there's something there maybe braiding hair and eating um, popcorn is sexy in Freud's world we don't that's know true. all I'm saying that's is that's true uh, well, Johnny boy, you know, we have, we have to get out of here, but people, yeah. people, given the fact that this episode has gone on a complete tangent and we've discovered 
so many things about John and I today. If you want more episodes of Shaken and Disturbed, including even more NMR episodes, which will go off on million tangents of me and John, now is the time to sign up for Patreon. You're going to get a lot more of us starting now. And if you subscribe annually, you're going to get 15% off whatever tier you choose. Oh, yeah. Your helping keep our show going, honestly, is we appreciate it so much. We cannot say it enough. We're never going to stop thanking you. We're always going to end every single podcast thanking to those who have contributed and just thanking people who have written reviews for us and rated us and subscribed to Mm -hmm. us and just listened to us. We're not even asking for your money. Support in all forms are so, so appreciated. So if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be fantastic. As your mother and father, we need to keep this family going. That's right. We don't want to ground you. By the way, that's right. By the way, postcards, our second round of postcards, which are promised at, I think, every tier? I'm not... No, I think it's just a $7 tier and above. I don't really remember. Sorry. But they, they are coming in September. So sign up before then, please, because you're not going to want to miss the next postcard. It's a really fun one. Oh, boy, is it ever. And thanks again to our fearless leader, Megan, for today's research. As always, she thanks, does Megan. such a good job. Follow her at F off Meg. Uh, She's just absolutely wonderful, and you can see all of her taxidermy-ness on that Instagram. I love that we're talking shit about her, even when she's not here. That's the point of the show. That's right. But uh, all right, guys, listen to NMR to find out what dinner I'm going to tonight. Oh, my God. Listen to next week's NMR to to find out if I survive this dinner tonight. And hopefully if I live, you will hear from us next week on another episode of Shaken and Disturbed. This might be the last episode ever. This could be. This could be. So uh, (laughs) it's been fun. It's been real. And I'll I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.